0: Welcome back to the show. Today, I want to talk to you about learning to master your emotions. And even these words can be a bit of a trigger for a lot of us, especially if you are a person who has been riding very strong emotional waves. There's nothing wrong with that. Please don't let me, please don't think that's where I'm going because it's not. And actually a big piece of this is really understanding your human design. If you have not looked at your human design, I encourage you to go to my body graph and you can actually plug in your human design and learn more. If you have any questions, send me a message. I have a number of people that I have worked with who are phenomenal at telling you more about human design. Okay. That's not what this episode's about, but this is where it originally started from is understanding how powerful our emotions are and how we are affected By our emotions. So, this is where I want to go with this. As we are kicking out and launching this NLP certification, a big part of what I have learned is how to master my emotions. Now, when you hear those words, do you feel yourself saying, What does that mean? You're a robot and you don't feel or think? Like, what does that mean? And it's not at all. In my opinion, mastering our emotions is like a powerful level of self leadership and emotional intelligence that has made it to be such a difference and impact in my own life. To set the picture up, when I was younger, I was constantly being told that I am outspoken, I am loud, I am too much. And I mean, you might be laughing, but that's what I was told as a kid. And for a while, I would fight against that, and I would push against that, and I would literally go to bat nonstop. And if you can relate, it's that sense that, I would actually take up fights that were never mine to be part of, or there were times where I would fall into such a people-pleasing tendency that it's like, okay, never mind, It's all right. I can just, I'll do it. It's fine. I don't want to upset anyone. And so that's the piece is that my emotions would go back and forth based on what everyone else was state was in. And I found myself in the space of responding and fighting every single battle that came to me. Just to prove that I could do it when really at the end of the day, it was exhausting. I was wasting a tremendous amount of emotions. And then it comes back down to not having the energy to create the change in my own life that I need. And for you, energy is literally the only thing that you can do in order to create change in your own life. It comes from your energy. You ever have those times when it's like, all these things that I want to do, but my energy is at its lowest. And the second it's at its lowest, I mean, I just can try so hard to push to get something done and I just don't have it. It's because my energy is my guide. So get used to recognizing when is my energy high? When is it low? What's affecting it? And how is that affecting my my emotions or my reaction to my emotions? So I want to talk a little bit today about this, especially when it comes to life and business. This is not a journey about perfectionism, okay? This is not. This is not like you can do it or you can't. You've got it mastered and you don't. I want you to think about it as master is mastery. We're always in this process of be, like becoming better, of growing into more, and really this state of mastery in our life. We don't get to be a master in any area of our life without a lot of bumps, hiccups, fouls, like learnings, lessons, all of those things. So what I want to talk about first is that as we get to become this master, how do we recognize where we start? I think it comes down to like acknowledgement, acknowledgement, being aware and appreciating your emotions, no matter what they are. You might be saying, well, you're like, but Marsha, I cry. Like I cry all the time. I can't stop myself. Great. You have a big heart. What if that's actually a strength for you? For me, I I don't tend to show a lot of emotions when I do. Um, sometimes it can be as simple as a commercial that tips me off or something. And I was like, Ooh, it's when those signs come up for me, it's like, I'm not tapping in enough. I was raised in a sense that, you know what? You suck it up and you keep going. And so, yes, that is part of my DNA makeup. So I also have to recognize that you've got to give yourself time to feel. So I acknowledge when I'm in this space of, you know, feeling so much or not feeling enough or not tapping in. I think this is a big misconception. A misconception. Your emotions are not bad. They're not bad. They're a compass to show you what you actually want more or less of in your life. Get curious. Ask the questions. Like really start to ask your subconscious questions and don't make them mean anything about you. I can't tell you how many clients say, well, I'm a crier. Like, great. So what does that mean? Like, what? where Where do you thrive? What feels good? What doesn't feel good? Because when we see what our emotions are guiding us to, we are able then So look at it and go, okay, I actually do want more of this or I I don't like being around this. This doesn't feel good for me. Tap in, don't make them mean anything about you, but get curious about what they're saying. The other thing that's really important when it comes to our emotions is can you treat them with gratitude instead of resentment? I'm just shaking my head because this has been a lifelong lesson for me. Can you treat your emotions with gratitude instead of resentment? If you want those emotions to, If you want to be able to move through those emotions and experience and feel them, then get used to treating them with gratitude and not resentment, because whatever you resist is going to persist. Resentment is a very low vibrational energy, and it will keep you in that space. It will keep you in the space of judgment, shame, criticism, all and, and so far away from gratitude, compassion, um, awareness, love, all of those things. So treat your emotions with gratitude instead of resentment. When I see emotions that pop up for me that I'm not proud of, I actually will stop sometimes and I'm like, okay, wait, what am I not doing right now? What is not working for me? Why am I reacting in the way that I am? And it can usually t- like lead back to something else and something else that I am or I'm not doing in my life. And I'll dive into that just shortly. But treat them with gratitude. Maybe when your emotions pop up that you feel aren't serving you the best, or you are not proud of, or your behavior is there, stop and go. Okay, this is a warning sign. I see it. I recognize it. I'm grateful that you have been like here to support me and helping me. And this is what I'm going to do instead. Because if you can treat them with gratitude, you are allowing your body to move through them, as opposed to pushing them down, numbing them out, and pretending like they don't exist, which is literally what I did for most of my life. Just push them down, move on, they don't exist, that's for weak people, I'm strong. Like, badge of honor, that's all the things that I used to wear. So treat those emotions as a compass, a guide, and with gratitude, not with resentment, because they're pointing you in the direction of what you want more or less of in your life. Next, where can you be so brutally honest with your self-talk? Like so brutally honest. Recognize that would you let anyone speak to you in the manner or allow anyone to speak to you in the way that you are speaking to yourself? Because I know I wouldn't. That became such a radar moment for me that it's like, oh my God, there's no one I would let talk to me the way I talk to myself. No one I would let talk to me that way. And I wouldn't talk to somebody else that way. So why in the world am I doing it to myself? That's like a very self-deprecating behavior of recognizing, like it, it was important for me to learn how to master my emotions, my reactions, because I was like my own biggest enemy, my own biggest enemy all the time. So our emotions are such a massive clue that We are not responding to our highest self. We are not moving ourselves forward in the direction that best serves us. We are not listening to our best energy. We are not tapping into our highest selves. And it really becomes that radar. So get honest with yourself, but do it without shame, judgment, criticism, all of those low vibe emotions because they're not supporting you. And there is a high and a low frequency to every single thing that you are experiencing every single emotion you're experiencing. And it is our self-leadership that guides us in either one of those directions. So the high frequency for me, when my self-talk gets negative, when I get frustrated, I'm like super frustrated, I feel like I'm not being supported, that my self-leadership, when I'm in a good space, my self-leadership will lead me in a sense to say, Am I asking for help? Am I asking for what I need? Am I being ridiculously hard on myself? What do I not have in my life right now? Do I need less screen time, more sleep, more downtime, more water, more better food, more movement? And I just get curious and I ask myself those questions. This is the piece on ownership and where ownership is going to help to master your emotions, recognizing what is working, what is not working. And how can you change that? Because again, the faster I can change this, the more energy I'm going to save myself. And that's going to allow me to create change in my life. And when I talk about fast, and I just did my little finger snap there. This is the piece on ownership. Okay. Ownership is, I, I owner tries on your life. Ownership is so freaking powerful because you start to understand what is mine to own and what is not mine to own. This was one of the most powerful lessons I learned when I first started on this journey is recognizing that, damn, I am taking all ownership for everyone else's opinions and, and their energy and their frustration and what they're upset with. I'm owning all of it, but I am not owning what I need right now. And that's the ownership piece recognizing what skills do you need? What skills do you need to become a better like self-leader of yourself? What do you need to put yourself in a better position? Do you need more boundaries? Do you need more downtime? Do you need to surround yourself with better people who are going to lift you up? I think I say better people, I think everyone is teaching us something. I really do. I think everyone is teaching us something. I think that there are going to be people in your life that you're going to look at and go, why am I surrounding myself with them? And I want you to look at it. It's not that there's something wrong with them because I think that there's good in everybody, but not everybody is going to bring the best out in us. And sometimes people are brought to us to teach us something about ourselves. And this comes back to the quote of people come into our life for seasons, reasons, or lifetime. And I can look back and there have been times where I've been so frustrated with certain people or situations or experiences. And if I can take that Zoom outlook like that, like step back and like look at the bigger picture, a lot of times what happens is I stop and say, okay, that person was taught to to teach me something. That person was sent to me to teach me something. I am meant to learn something about myself by being in their presence. They are not a bad person. I am learning because of them. And that's the ownership piece, knowing what skills I need. I believe the self leadership piece is, is so gold right now, like recognizing what you need and leading from that space, because that's the beginning of your own emotional intelligence and what's required to master your emotions. And if you want to break it down even a little bit more, when it comes to mastering your emotions, I think that recognizing that self-talk as I just said, like recognizing what words you're saying, what words are you saying to yourself that are not serving you? Like who in their right mind is going to create a positive environment when you're spewing negative words at yourself? No one is, it's not going to work. It'll keep yourself, keep yourself down for longer. How do you respond? Because your response is actually showing you a lot about your emotions. It's showing you a lot. If you have people in your life, you have family that push your buttons constantly And I hear it. I get lots of messages about this. We cannot control our family. We cannot control, like we can't control that. There are times in our life where we have to see certain people that maybe don't bring the best out in us. So it's our job to put the boundaries up and to watch how we respond because that's a sign of our energy. Okay. Recognize how you respond, recognize what you need to let go of. How are you comparing yourself? How are you complaining? How are you like putting yourself on this measuring platform of where you deserve to receive or what's good for you? And when you do that, you are, you're, you're putting yourself in such a space that you're either amplifying your ability to believe in yourself or you're just squashing yourself right down. So those pieces are huge. Another piece that's really huge and something I've done in my NLP certification is a lot of inner child work. Honestly, I, I cannot state enough about inner child work and understanding how powerful that is because most of our subconscious mind and thoughts are developed before the age of seven to eight years old. So we've had a lot of years, a lot of years to believe that, that those thoughts, those messages that we heard continuously in our, that are anchored in our subconscious mind that they're ours. A lot of times they're not ours. They're ones that we've carried and we've adapted and we've held on to the other piece that comes in when it comes to mastering your emotions is looking at your future self work, like future self. What am I here to do? What legacy am I here to create? What message do I want to leave with this world? For me, a message is, is so important, like that your story only ever has the meaning that you give it. You're not alone. You might feel like it. The reason you might feel like it is because we're not talking about the difficult things in life. And the more we can step into vulnerability and we can step into sharing our experiences and what we've come through, this is something that we can tap into as this future self work. I believe that I, and this might be a little bit woo for you, I believe I am being guided at all times. And when I fall into this space of, but I don't know the answer, it's like, no way I'm being guided. I'm being guided. She's showing me, I know it she's showing me. So I step into that space, that future self, and I actually can really land in that. When I stop and look at how far I've come, I look back at that 2016, 2015 version of me who got on her first stage to share a story, holding out a cue cards, the death grip in tears, so scared, but still did it anyways. I believe that I was being guided. I believe I was being like nudged in that direction. And I look back in honor that what she did, even though she was very scared, got me to this point. So I then believe that I'm being guided to do the next thing, even though it doesn't always make sense. That's where scripting comes in. Scripting is like really tapping into what's working in my life and what's not working. What do I choose to believe in? What do I choose to hold on to? All of these pieces come into mastering my emotions and you can become a master of your emotions when you really tap into what is working for you, what is not acknowledging it, being aware of it and letting it be the compass to guide you in the direction that you are meant to be in get curious, treat your emotions with gratitude, recognize what's working, what's not working, be brutally honest with your self-talk. Where can you be your biggest cheerleader? Where can you be your best friend? Where can you be that person who is like, you got this? Because at the end of the day, I can call all kinds of friends and ask them to cheer me on. But when I hang up the phone or I, like, I'm sitting here by myself. It's me that has to get my shit together. It's me that has to like get myself in the state and in the space of making stuff happen. That is mastering my emotions. That is like recognizing what do I need today? Asking that question and not judging it and not judging it. It's so powerful. And learning to own, take ownership of my emotions, What recognizing what skills do I need at all times, the self-leadership, the emotional intelligence skills, I don't think we're ever done learning those things. I don't think we're ever done. That's not the point is to be done. The point is to get better every day. That's the point. Getting better every day. How can I really serve my future version of myself? Get better today than I was yesterday. Listen to what I need. Respond lead myself in such a powerful state of self-leadership because that will continually move the needle forward for me. And that's what I want for you. So if this speaks to you, stay tuned because I'm going to be doing a masterclass on mastering your emotions that will be coming up very soon. Um, especially as we dive into all things, NLP, the NLP coaching certification is now open to the wait list. And it will be opening up to the public very soon. So if you want to learn how to become NLP certified, board recognized certified in six modalities that you can use to support yourself in speaking, writing, podcasting, and coaching, you want to jump into this wait list because I'm so proud of how the certification is coming together. Thank you so much for being here. I would love to hear your biggest takeaways. Honestly, so grateful for you every day have an incredible day. Thank you so much for tuning in to the own your choices on your life podcast. If you love this episode, please submit a rating and review on iTunes, and please share it with someone you think could benefit from hearing this message or this podcast. I love connecting and meeting you. So please screenshot the episode and tag me on social media or Instagram stories at Marsha Van W. And until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.